Yo, what's going on, world? First and foremost, we hope everybody had a great Merry Christmas and an even better New Year. Full Court Press is back in the year 2021. Matt and Riley, fellas, how y'all doing? Man, pretty good today. Uh, pretty good. Uh, it's a nice, uh, dreary Washington day. It's uh, very, <laughs> very rainy out and just kind of crappy overall, but the spirits are pretty high, you know, obviously. It was a failed coup yesterday, dude. We all survived it. Look at us. <laughs> Look at us. 2021 off to a great start. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm good out here in uh, Arizona. It's about 50 degrees, a nice crisp um, morning so far here. It's in only 50 in, over there? Yeah, it's like right, 50. He said 50. I'm what? used to hearing I'm wearing a North so Face much, jacket, so that means it's you, cold to me. You didn't divide that by two or anything? Or no, that's, I did not divide that's, it by two. The, Arizona's whoa. beautiful in the winter. Everybody loves it here in the winter because it's like in the 50, 40s to 60 range. What? Yeah. Okay, well that's I mean that's that means I need to head down there more often. Yeah, only the summer, only the summer is hot. The, they have what's called uh snowbirds here. Pretty much people oh, yeah. on the east coast live out there and then they come here all winter long. For about six to eight months, they stay in Arizona. Yeah, that's not a bad call. Not a bad call at all, dude. Sounds nice. Man, that's that's shocking to hear, Matt. I'm used to 112, 118, so 50. I'm like, wow. Yeah, just over the summer. That makes oh, no okay. sense to me. It's 45 here right now, Matt, so I'm a little shell-shocked by the fact <laughs> that I could be in Arizona. It could be 50 right now. Yeah, it's about wild. It's about uh, 60 degrees here in California right now. I'm used to it though. So. We're all enjoying good weather. Sounds like. Yeah, it's. I, I like this weather. It's. It's not like over hot or anything. It's chill. It's you know. But this is my fella. normal vibe. <laughs> this is normal vibe. Yeah, it's rainy and uh, and 45. You know, that's pretty much that's Washington to a T. Well, Matt, speaking of uh, Arizona, obviously, uh, you guys have noticed the Phoenix Suns are actually the at the top of the Western Conference right now. Hey, all right, they're in first place. What a wild start to the season, guys. Obviously, we've uh, uh, we've been on and off again the last few weeks. Now, obviously, we're, you know, the season, there's been about, so everyone's played about, what, eight, nine games about right now? Yep. Uh, somewhere in that range. And uh, the standings look very interesting, a little different than what I thought they would, how I thought they would look. Obviously, in the West here, uh, we have the Suns, Clippers, Lakers, Jazz, Pelicans, Warriors, Blazers, and Kings. Uh, with everyone else on the outside looking in a little bit, uh, what about these guys? Uh, what about the West has surprised us so far, um, as far as a team that has kind of uh, uh, gone past expectations? I think I think for me it's the Suns. Uh, we knew that they were going to be good. We thought they'd be in that probably seven eight uh, range, and they still could fall down there. But they're in first place, which is pretty surprising. And it looks like it's going to stay that way if you look at their upcoming games. They have the Pistons, Pacers, Wizards, Hawks, Warriors, and Pacers again. That's not too hard of a schedule. Yeah, that's not the craziest schedule. They're also playing insane defense right now. I'm trying to. I'm looking right now. I believe they're leading the league in points allowed. Yeah, they are at 102.4 per. Um, I mean, they have the one of the biggest point differentials outside of the the Bucks, basically. Bucks and Nets. It looks like it's 7.4 points. Um, different. So, like, yeah, they're playing very well offensively and defensively. It's weird. I mean, obviously, it's that Chris Paul effect we, we saw last year on the on the Thunder. I mean, the, the Suns last year played really well in the bubble for sure, and they did the eight no run. That was great. But to see them, uh, you know, pick up Chris Paul, basically run it back a little bit, has been uh, has been nice. I mean, I think I think we expected it to a T, but to, to, a, to a tad bit. But I didn't think they were gonna uh, get off to this hot start. Yeah, there there is just a solid team all around. Because they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven players averaging um, double figures in points right Man. now. Man, which is um, tough. Which is tough to do considering they're only averaging about one ten a game. So yeah, that means they're, they're bounced. Booker is the only one averaging over twenty points. You have Bridges averaging fourteen, Aiton and Paul and Cam Johnson at thirteen, Jay Crowder at eleven, and Saric at eleven. Wow, yeah, so you talk about balance. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, think about the fact too. I think everyone expected with Booker next to Paul that maybe Booker would blow up like a Bradley Beal is right now, as far as just scoring out of his off his gourd right now. But he, honestly, has ticked back a tad bit, and it's been more balanced, and they're winning more games because of it. So I think that's, I mean, talk about like maturity aspect to it. I mean, we know Booker can go get what he wants whenever, but it's really cool to see the fact that uh, he's not he's not just trying to go out and get his right now. It's been about the team so far. I love it, man. I love the job that they're doing down there in Phoenix. Monty Williams got them boys playing good. We already know what Chris Paul was going to do. Devin Booker, like you said, 
My only question is, can they keep it up? Yeah, I, I mean, I think they can for sure. I think that you know, as long as they keep doing what they're doing, I mean, it's a long season, but they look good. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely stoked to see them uh, go going forward. Matt, your Lakers are obviously right in the thick of it. Uh, how do you think that depth? I think the depth that you guys picked up in the offseason, how has that helped you guys so far? Oh, man, I like it a lot. I, I just think back to that first game, too, where Davis really did not play well. LeBron really did not play well, but it was Schroeder and Harrell um, who really played well. And I think we've just seen that pretty good throughout this season, that it, it's not going to be as much of AD and LeBron carrying everything, uh, even though LeBron's been playing great. AD's had some really good games. Um, but having Schroeder and Harrell and some of those guys has really, really helped that depth. Yeah, I mean, th- think about like the, I mean, the stress that was on the Lakers last year was that, like you said, Matt, so that that AD LeBron, if they aren't balling every single night, then there's a chance you can lose. And now we're seeing that that's not quite the case. I mean, LeBron is what in year eighteen? Is it eighteen this year? He's in year eighteen. Yeah, yeah. year eighteen, man, with all the ball he's played and his uh, averaging twenty four a game. Yeah, still, still, you know, just playing like a top notch player. He has not taken a step back whatsoever. Like the idea that he is uh, does not have to be all world every single night will pay dividends going forward. Yeah, and Kuzma's been been super surprising to me, averaging that eleven points, um, helping that trade value go back up a little more. You trying to trade him, and y'all just signed him? Come on, man. we signed him probably to be able to match money better in the future. And that yeah, and also that deal was pretty friendly. I mean, you hear about what three years, forty mil. Yeah, you hear about what people thought where he was going to get at some point, and I think everyone just assumes more inflated numbers for anybody, any free agent that has some has some hit to him. And I think that he was a, uh, yeah, I think that they got him for a decent deal. So yeah, trading him it just helps have more money. Having him be more money on the books only helps. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's played fine when he's been in there. I mean, Matt, me and you ripped Kuzma up last last season a lot. Um, for his play and like to see him come out and do fine, it's like, all right, cool, man. As long as you're not hurting us, you know. (laughs) Gonna get with Kuzma, he's not really gonna grow much more as as it seems that we've seen him in the league. Like how he's played is just how he plays. But why is he starting? Honestly, he seems to play better when he starts. Yeah, I think it's just one of those confidence things. And and KCP is out, right? Uh, is KCP uh, out right now? I think he's like I think he's day to day. He's played six okay. games out of the nine. Okay, as long as it's not severe, because from what I've seen from the Lakers, I watched a couple games and LeBron looks good. Obviously, AD Harold Marcus Saw scares me because it's like once he gets in foul trouble, who's gonna come in and get those minutes at center? Yeah, I mean the the, the defensive depth for the Lakers is a little bit of a question, but yeah, that's the only problem. Um, honestly, and also, uh, Pierre, we do have to mention. Um, no, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah, we do. We got to mention. No, Houston Rockets are a are clean. No, 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 no. Um, Harden. I don't think he's been to a strip club since yesterday. Year, Harden, guys. No. Um, yeah, he's been loving those strip clubs. Uh, Pierre, what what do you think of this uh, new <laughs> brand Rockets team with uh with Harden and Wall and everybody? Well, I will start with the positives. I do love the fact that Christian Wood is playing some great basketball. Yep. John Wall looks like he's back. I do, you know, a few of the other role players that we got. Eric Gordon looks good. Uh, Jay Sean Tate, just a few. The thing with James Harden, I don't know, man. It's like one minute he's buying in. Like the first game he had, what, 44? And then he had 30, I think it was like 37. But then it's like every game after that, it's like he gives up. Or he, I don't know, he just finds a way to check out of the game. And I, at this point, I'm like, okay, we're two and six. We got a game. We got the game. We we should have won that game the last game we played against Indiana. Taking nothing away from Indiana. Indiana's a great team. But we had the game won. But it's like we, we check out and – we get ourselves in a five-point hole, and then we try – instead of playing correct basketball, layups, two-pointers, we try to take three-pointers, and once they stop falling, that's when the um, chemistry and the confidence dies. So, will it, I think a move is going to happen, but when, I do not know. 
Man, honestly, at this point, it sucks because, I mean, to have a player that has the talent that Harden has, then to watch him do what he's been doing, um, you know, and, like, not taking it very seriously. But then, I mean, of course, he, he's yeah. good enough. Yeah. He's talented enough. He can walk on the floor after doing, after you know, strip club, strip club every week type stuff like he'd been doing, like, on IG and, like, everywhere. Like, it's not like he's trying to hide it or anything. Like, <laughs> after doing all those things, for him to come out and he can still drop 40 or 37 in a game, whatever it is. Um, but then to see he's obviously not engaged, I mean, that doesn't just – hurt like himself that hurts the entire franchise hurts the team i mean that's a that's a team that had some new pieces like wall and wood uh that you know really needed to gel and it's the idea that he obviously does not care i mean like you said christian wasn't playing out of his mind i think we'd all care that he's he's been fantastic and uh and i think we knew that i mean pierre you yep. said the moment the moment you guys got him you were very vocal about that and you're very correct yeah, he was uh, he's a big deal I'm excited. But the way we look, we're not going to beat nobody because we we start off the game great, but then it's like once we get to halftime, third quarter, fourth quarter, we do terrible. Like we got our game against the Lakers Sunday, and I'm like, okay, cool. We get our first test to look at the Lakers after they – get two Lakers games next week. Right, Sunday and Tuesday, correct. So, you know – I'm like, okay, cool. We get to see the AD, LeBron versus Harden and Wood matchup. But I'm not so sure if we're ready for it because <laughs> we have issues within – like this man showed up to training camp late. The first question they asked him, why were you in Atlanta in Vegas? Oh, I was there with my personal trainer. But there's clear videos, pictures, and everything else that you're – in in the club and celebrating birthdays with rappers. Then not only that, you got in trouble again for going to what you call the indoor private celebration for your friend who just got a promotion. You can't be doing that. Which man. is a club. Like, like he tried you tried to like get credit because right. it wasn't a strip club. It's like still a nightclub, my guy. You know what I mean? Like still the same issue oh. COVID wise as a strip club would be. It's the same problem. So the idea that he the idea that he tried to be like, I mean, guys, be easy on me. It's like, dude, come on, James. You gotta know, man. You gotta right. know this is not cool. You gotta yeah. know that this is not healthy for the NBA. And also, I mean, the fact you're training in Atlanta, dude, like you don't look like you're in great shape. <laughs> like, with Harden, you can tell. Like that beard doesn't help him much, you know. And he's he's one of those cats, like even at his best, when he's in great shape, we've seen him in great shape. And and so when you when he's not in great shape, it's obvious. And and it's really obviously it coincides with like his, how his offseason's been and what he's right. been up to. And it's like, man, you can't hide those things, you know. Yeah, you can't be a celebrity and think that you're gonna go someplace and people aren't gonna spot you. Right, Harden's one of the most popular players in the NBA. That if he was to go somewhere, people would recognize him. TMZ would get him. All of these things, paparazzi's. Any, any, any iPhone, any iPhone's gonna see you. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, he's playing. He's playing a weird game, Pierre. I do hope that he uh, can, that you can, you know, salvage this season or at least get something out of it. Where you trade him, do whatever you need to do. You know, because I mean, I, 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 you're a great guy, and I want to see you not have to, to. Uh, deal with the Rockets as they are. Man, I've been holding on. You know, like some games we look good. Other games I'm like, ah, oh, man. But, yeah, it's going to get to that point where either two things is going to happen. We're going to try to fix this and we gonna, it's going to be water under the bridge or it's going to get uglier. And, you know, where he's going to go, I don't know. I mean, they was trying to throw Dinwiddie at us, but now he's out. So, <laughs> I, I don't know. Nets are out of that. Yep. Hey, uh, and also, guys, real quick, just on the West here, uh, the Nuggets, three and five. They've not looked great. Uh, what do we think is the problem with the Nuggets thus far? Jeremy Grant. Yeah, it's a big deal. They yeah. have no debt. Yeah, no, they have not. They, they kept them. Yeah, they've definitely Paul not. Murray's been not playing good. He's not been playing nope. well. No, he's been average at best. Um, honestly, too, Michael Porter Jr. being out COVID-wise has hurt them in the last few games. Also, too, I mean, he had seven days, and he got another 10 days in isolation. So, like, I don't know what other thing he did, basically. Like, in, it's like in that seven days where he had to re-up 10 more days of quarantine. That's but let me crazy. tell you, he's on, he's on one of my fantasy basketball teams, and it's uh, oh. it's not fun. It's not fun. I have him yeah. and Durant in one league, and it's like, yeah, I got Murray, man. Um, so guys, can we can we not have? It, it's I mean, it's one thing. I mean, it's one thing you're playing fantasy, anything, uh, football, or basketball, whatever, where your guys are hurt. It's like, oh no, he's hurt. You know, he can't play. It's another if you know that person is by all accounts 
doesn't have COVID and is perfectly healthy and fine, but cannot play because of just someone that they apparently like, you know, came in contact with in their life. Right. That's tough to swallow. And Michael Porter Jr., I look at him and I'm frustrated because uh, <laughs> I really could have used him. But I mean, I, th- I do think that's a big thing because he's, he's played really well when he's played. Um, and I think that that's a big piece. But like you said, Pierre, Jeremy Grant being in, in Detroit for the same amount of money they offered him, he has the green light over there. And so that's very, you know, good for him. I mean, but they're a bad team. He's getting paid on a bad team. And I always hate seeing guys do that when they could have taken the same money from a good team and potentially help stabilize them because Nuggets are kind of looking around for answers so far. They don't really have. Yeah, I still don't understand that Jeremy Grant situation. Matt, yeah. maybe you can help me because if they're offering you the same money that you got in Detroit, why wouldn't you stay? Maybe he just wanted his own team. He's the best player on the Detroit Pistons. Yeah, he wanted the role for sure. I mean, he saw Michael Porter Jr. creeping up. Pride, man. Pride will get you. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, guys, I feel like in the Western Conference, let's move on to the Eastern Conference a little bit here. Yeah. Um, First of all, the 76ers, these guys are 7-2. and I mean, I'll I'll just start this off. I have been so anti-76ers in the last season. I think we all have. Yeah, about Simmons and Embiid and like how that's gonna work and if it can work and all these things. They hired wow. Doc Rivers, they get Daryl Morey. Um Trained. and now they're looking very solid. I mean, I think who was it, Matt? Was it you that predicted? I can't remember who it was. Someone said that uh having uh Doc Rivers with Tobias Harris because he played yeah, so well me, that, that was you, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's a great take because now we're seeing Tobias play out of his mind. He's having one of the best statistical seasons so far of anybody. Um, do you guys think that, like, do you guys think that Doc Rivers is the big reason, or do you think that they were able to uh, figure out some of the beefs? Doc Rivers. I think, Rivers. I think, I think um, yeah, Doc Rivers just fits well with this team. Um, I'm glad that they stayed together. I did want to see a James Harden on this team, um, but they've been <laughs> playing, man, they've been playing good. Uh, they've been they beat the the oh no, they lost to the Nets, so that was a big loss. Um, yeah, that was. Terrible. I think that's going to be a really good matchup all season and carry on into the playoffs. Though, I think that's a possible Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. No, oh, so, so you got the you got the Sixers going to the finals. I, the Eastern Conference Finals. I think if they continue to play like this, yeah. Well, they have been impressive. I will yeah, say that. Yeah, they've you been on the short list. I feel well, like they added they have, shooters around. Yes, Seth Curry. And it sucks because now he's out with COVID. Seth but he Curry, has been playing really good. And it's crazy because he played the night what, uh, against the Wizards. Played phenomenally. I think he had like 15 in the first half. But then, like we alluded to earlier, Riley, before the recording, he literally sat on the bench and was interacting with the teammates up until they found out he was positive. So now that whole team is affected. Yeah, their whole team's staying in New York, I believe, right now. Right. Um, to try to quarantine themselves. It's I mean, this this is the issue that we're running into with COVID, is that no matter how careful these people can be, if right. one person has COVID and even then with all the tests they're doing, everything, the temperature checks, everything, nobody knew until they got the the test back when he was already on the bench. So I mean, who know I mean, and think about how careful they're being. The fact that one of them was able to get it, um, any player was able to get that. I mean, it's it's a fickle situation. So Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah, hopefully they can get through that. Hopefully it doesn't affect uh, it doesn't affect Seth. Hopefully Curry, yeah. Hopefully Curry gets healthy, stays healthy. Um, but you even look at guys like Shake Milton, who's been yep. averaging fourteen points a game. Um, just surrounding that team with those shooters, Danny Green, Curry, Milton. That is that is a big difference of the past 76ers team and this 76ers team. Um, is some of those shooters in Ben Simmons doesn't even have to play. He's not playing that well. Um, no. No, he's not. He's, but he's getting the rebounds, assists, and points. That's why I have him on my fantasy team. Um, but he he's in a role where he's like, I can score 13, get eight rebounds, eight assists, and right. win. No, for sure. And also, too, I mean, think about the depth they have right now. I mean, you know, uh, Thibel, who was a big piece of their team last year as a rookie, this year is having a lot of trouble even getting on the floor, finding minutes. I know. Um, you know, and that's, and that's, I don't think that's so much about him as it is the rest of the team and how doc, uh, is seeing things right now. I mean, it's one of those things where you can't argue against it because it's been working. So, um, yeah, I mean, good for them. Uh, it's, it's crazy that, you know, that they're figuring it out. 
Uh, but yeah, they do look a little dangerous for sure. I'm, I'm being light about it, you know, like I, I'm like I'm not putting them in the finals in the Eastern Conference finals yet. But I will say that they are wholeheartedly one of the top, you know, four teams that I have that that could do that right now for sure. I think Miami's dropped out a little bit. Um, yeah. Obviously, the Raptors are one in six. Ooh, I know I mean, that that, that one's crazy. The fact the Raptors have dropped they're like out. The, they're like the Eastern Conference Rockets. In a sense, no. yeah. As harsh as that sounds, yes, that's very true. Basically, yeah. I mean, I mean, think about the Heat and the Heat and the Raptors. These are two teams that last year were, you know, competing to go to the finals, and now both just look very beatable. They look like uh, the Heat look a little tired. Um, and from what everyone's going to talk around the league is that maybe they just kind of went on a big run as opposed to them being this, uh, you know, this dominant group. But I mean, that's that's obviously very early in the season, so we don't want to write that off too quickly, but. Um, yeah, to see those teams drop out. I mean, it does allow other teams to pop up, like the uh, Orlando Knicks. Oh, yeah, at five and three. But but yes. before we say that, I will say the biggest surprise team for me in the East is the Orlando Magic at six and two. Yeah, they. Yeah, yeah I mean, look at those guys. Look look at the Magic coming out and actually winning games. I mean, it's been a while. I mean, what's the joke I always have about teams that when they're trading a guy or. You know, a guy who doesn't really fit on a winning team, you send him to Orlando. And now we're seeing those guys uh, really step up and play well. I mean, shout out to Markel Fultz. I'm, it's a total bummer. He just Man. tore his ACL, um, I believe, yep. yesterday, day before. Um, which sucks, hopefully, but thank goodness he got he, his money. Yeah, he did get his money. And hopefully that gives – I mean, not hopefully, because you never want to see a player injured, so I'm not coming – I don't mean to come off like that. No, of but course hopefully not. Cole Anthony, that gives him more opportunity to step up his rookie season. Uh, it makes some noise. I agree. I think that his his what I love about Cole Anthony is that he has that chip on his shoulder where, when things get tough, he wants to he loves it. Like a guy seems to really to really like enjoy that that grind. Um, and I think he, he has that chip of being some guys when they have the chip on their shoulder they take it in. It's you know like the you know the NBA dad, and they kind of you know just rest in their laurels and it's all you know they don't need to work that hard. For him, it's almost like he feels like he needs to, like his dad, like he just needs to he needs to prove everyone that he's better. You know what I mean? To like a very intense, in a very intense way. And I think that's really going to help him um, right now. Cause yeah, he's definitely going to have more opportunity. Uh, but yeah, their whole team, Aaron Gordon's played well. Uh, Aaron Ross, played well. man, off the bench, averaging 20 a game. Which is, which is crazy. Sixth man of the year right there. Which is wild. I mean, hey, another, uh, yeah, another guy that just comes out uh, uh, shooting, man. That guy, the guy has no conscience whatsoever. Uh, I think he's from he's from Oregon, but he played at UW, and so if, I always want to loop group him in like he's from Seattle, but he's actually not. Um, <laughs> but because he went to UW, I claim him the same way. But <laughs> but uh, so that makes you excited how he's playing. Well, that's the thing is that he fits the mold of a of a of a Seattle based player. Is that he he shoots a lot, doesn't have has no conscience about it. He's always looking to score. Uh, very Jamal Crawford esque in that sense, and, and you know, that, that whole group of guys. Um, so yeah, I mean he's been playing very well. It's, I mean the Magic, good for them to be able to early in the season. For them, obviously, it's just about how, can they continue that? You know, can they hold up? Um, you know, a lot of those guys have uh, injury histories. Uh, hopefully, yeah. they can all stay healthy and grind. Same with the Pacers right now. Even the Pacers are looking good. What yeah, is happening? Are. Dude, this, the, Ol- the, the Ol- start the clock back. Come on, man. I mean Sabonis playing out yeah. of his mind. <laughs> he's like absolutely and, out of his mind. And they're doing all this without T.J. Warren. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's I mean the guy who they thought last year, you know, in the bubble, they thought they were going to need him this year. Now suddenly he's taken away, and they're still playing fine because I mean obviously you're placing with Oladipo, who's you know slowly but surely becoming more like himself. Yep. Um, it's they're they're very and Brogdon as well. Brogdon, he's also on a fan team of mine. He's Hello, playing Brock. out of his absolute mind. Um, future president of the United States, probably. As everyone <laughs> says so. Yeah, I would definitely. Yeah, it's the paces are nuts. I'm trying to think who else. Oh, the Cavaliers guys. Whoa, Matt! You called Drummond popping off uh, coming into this yeah. season specifically. I remember that. Uh, you were very right. You're very right. Uh, what do you think about the Cavs this year? Has made them uh, a, a competitive team. That backcourt. Colin Sexton has been playing really, really well. Um, I did some research before I did my fantasy draft, and I definitely picked him up because um, nice. I had a feeling this was a season that was gonna he was gonna step up, and and he's been playing really, really good. Um, for the Cavs. Yeah, his shooting percentages. I mean, talk about a guy who uh, Miles where last year I watched him struggle. I, him and Garland, they were some of the worst shooting backcourt. They were one of the worst shooting backcourts ever. Um, as far as percentages go, and to see Sexton clean it up, he's he's over 50, uh, 50 shooting from the field and sh- and fifty shooting from three. Yeah, he's averaging twenty five points a game right now. 
Oh, I mean, absolutely mm-hmm. popping off. Garland's Garland's been more than natural point guard as far as getting slightly less points, more assists. Um, but they've looked very, very good. Plus, Drummond's in there just dominating down low, Larry, just doing everything he does, being the biggest body. Larry Nance Jr. has been playing really, really well for them, um, averaging nearly 10 points a game. He's one of those guys that will get the rebounds that you need. He's athletic, big. Um, he's, he's been really good for them. Yeah, seeing it as well, too. I mean, they haven't had Kevin Love in the last week or two, and they're not going to have him for the next few weeks. So, I mean, that's yeah. one of those things where you either bring him back into the mold and he helps you, or if you play this stretch out and you realize you don't necessarily need him, perhaps you try to trade him for some assets. Um, I think I, Kevin, I Love, see. Kevin Love should get moved. Where do, you guys, where do you guys think he would fit? Oh, just any, any team that's competitive right now. I'm trying to think of the best – I mean, obviously, the Celtics would just be the best move for, uh, you know, I think a lot of people just love to, every every Boston fan would love to see Kevin Love in Boston. Uh, yeah. They already lost Gordon Hayward. They need a, they need an overpaid white guy to show up, or they will <laughs> surely riot themselves. Um, but, no, I think, yeah, them. I'm trying to think who else. The – ooh, on the Suns would be fun. I know they have, like, Cam Johnson. They have guys that kind of fill that role already and Sarich and stuff, but that would be so Did much fun to see him. Kevin Love? You got to swing for the fences. Man, that'd be a lot of fun. Oh, you the Warriors. Get a lot to get Kevin Love, you think, or just take the money? That's a good question. That's a great question. I mean, man, what do you I'd think want him to that? stay in the East. I'd want him to stay in the East. Okay, but where? Uh, I mean, like you said, Boston. Um, Orlando doesn't really need him, but if they want to make a run. Yeah, like if they if they're looking for a veteran that's one more. Honestly, I would just want to see him on Portland so bad because he's from there. Like I I would I always love to see him guys that like that people know are from a certain area be able to go home. I think that would be Portland, really Portland nice. can't use him. Yeah, Portland can always use somebody <laughs> they can always use another person who can score. <laughs> I mean, luckily both those guys, Lillard and uh and McCollum they're like averaging like the most threes made. Yeah, uh, in the league, cool the two fit, of them, they're, they're averaging almost nine a game between the two of them. Phoenix could be a cool fit. What would you oh, have to yeah. give up? That would be nice. What would you say, Matt? What would you have to give up for him? I don't think you have to give up that much as long as you made the, the money work. I don't think you have to give up that much. Uh, because <laughs> I mean, I think they mostly would just want to move on from him at this point. Phoenix would yeah. be hard to make the money work, yeah, it really would because you're not giving up Paul Booker or Aiden. Outside yeah. of that, you don't have much money to trade, and I don't and I don't see a buyout happening either. So no, I don't, I don't see that either. What does he have on, left on his contract? Two more years? I think so. Yeah, I think it's two. And what's the money? Probably like over forty. No, I think around that thirty mark. Is it thirty? Nice. Then yeah, I mean, if you can get rid of him, great. It's one of those things where I mean, if you can use him, if the Cavs are competitive, if they're in the top, you know, if they're in the top six seed. Uh, when he comes back, or you know, it's six to eight or whatever, they're eight now, but I think they can move up a little bit. He's um, making 31. He's making what 30, 31 per 30 year or total? Uh, per year, per year, okay. Wow, 30 oh, million. Yes, yeah. dang, okay. That's a that's lot good. of money to try and move. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, it is. That's, that's I'm looking at the trade machine, and there's no way that Phoenix can move that money. The problem right. is, he's not a free agent until 2023, yeah. So. That'll be tough. Uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens with Kevin Love. I mean, like I said, that we could they could use him hopefully, or you know maybe they could try to move him. But I think it's oh, yeah. I, I think it's very interesting to see because he could really help somebody down the road if he's healthy, which seems to be yeah. the issue. Hey, uh, hey, Mellow Ball. Oh, guys, he has played uh, and just the the Hornets in general. He's been pretty good. I, people have almost acted like he's been less than really good, uh, but he's been one of the best rookies for sure thus far. Uh, him and Hayward. I mean, Hayward just had what forty four yeah. career high forty four in a game. Yeah. yeah, Hayward's looking like he's finally healthy and back to Utah. Hayward. Yeah, it's pretty nuts to watch. I mean, the, the, I, I really enjoy watching the Hornets, especially when they let Miles Bridges play. Um, oh, yeah. and then he's running the floor with Melo. That's a, that's something they have not utilized enough yet. Is uh, is the two of them running off the you know uh, coming off the bench running together. That's something that is, uh, for whatever reason, they have a lot of good chemistry, and I think that's something they need to exploit more. Because, uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, what do you do with a guy like Mello who can just like, you know, like can beat you anywhere? I mean, he he sees the floor better than almost anybody in the league already. 
which it sounds crazy to say, but he's he's there. <laughs> like some of the passes he's making in games already are wild. His shot mechanics look so broken, but he's he's hitting some threes. Like it's weird. He's such a weird guy to watch to play because it, you're almost thinking like, is this is this working as well as I think it is, or do I just want him to do well? Uh, but I think it's I think it's that he's doing very well. Oh yeah, uh, he yeah, does all the things right. I dropped him from my fantasy because his first couple games he was not. <laughs> you dropped him? Oh no! Hey, him after the first couple games, because his Patience. first game didn't score a point. Patience. I hope he was able to get him it's back. A long season, man. You can't just drop, no trying to drop Danny Green after one bad game. You want Kuzma out, man? Come on, you got your patience is key. Your twenty twenty one resolution, resolution has to be be more patient with the NBA players, and <laughs> you know, and look what happened. You were patient with Danny Green and Kuzma. They brought you a title, you know. I mean, Danny Green didn't get me a title, but he did. Hey, he's on that team. He's he was the L.A. Laker. Okay, Quinn Cook. I know, and they they both brought you a title. You you owe each and every one of those guys. Uh, (laughs) Thank you for for that ring. Yes, you do, Matt. Yes, you do. But Lamelo does all the things right. Intangibles. The shooting isn't there yet, but he's exciting to watch. Like you said, the passes he throws. His ability to get up the court, he can either create for himself or others. So the potential is there. Like you said, you just got to be patient. The shots will fall. Yeah, who do you guys have tonight in the uh, in the ball matchup between uh, Lonzo and Lamelo? I think the Pelicans will win. Which player? Which team? Uh, which team? Um, I got my. I'm gonna go against. I'm gonna say the Hornets. Okay. Nice. I mean, yeah. I I think that. Uh, I think that everyone expects Melo to have the better numbers. And I, th- I'm trying to think, I don't know. Here's the thing that Lonzo is not really built in the same way in, in this stage of his career to want to like take things over. I feel like Melo would try that, you know, cause he's just ready to go. Um, but Lonzo obviously no, understands how the NBA game works and what his role is. So I think that stats wise, if you were, if we're going to say like ball versus ball brother, like who's, you know, who's going to play better. I think Melo's stats might be a little better, but I think that Lonzo wins the game. Yeah. Uh, making some better plays, some smarter plays, just because, you know, that's just that's just the experience. But, I mean, who knows, man? I mean, that's what's been fun about the NBA thus far this season is that it's been pretty wild. We've seen some teams that shouldn't get blown out get blown out by bad teams. We've seen good teams. We've seen uh, good teams blow out bad teams or, you know, go to the wire with them. We're seeing all sorts of uh, – we're seeing all sorts of um, endings right now. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's oh, been yeah. it's been a lot of fun, man. The fact that the Hawks are interesting again. Oh, they look really good. Clint Capella seems like he's finally healthy. Trey Young, despite DeAndre the Hunter. DeAndre Hunter's been playing oh, really yes. well. Yes. He's finally figuring it out for sure. Uh, Trey Young's been playing okay. I haven't been fantasy actually again. It, uh, it's one of those guys, he's not playing extremely well in the last few games, but, I mean, they're they're doing okay. In the East, all you have to do is maintain 500. You know, if you, if you can maintain 500. Chances are you make the playoffs. So, yep. <laughs> like in some capacity. So, yeah, he just they just need to make sure to keep it together. Uh, but they're a lot of fun to watch. Uh, again, like there's a lot of that's what's great is that every team this year, almost every team is fun to watch in their own capacity. Maybe not the Pistons. Uh, no. I'll say that. Uh, the Grizzlies without Jaw. Uh, that sucks. Yeah. The Timberwolves because Carl Anthony Towns is healthy uh, and is playing. So no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, and actually, I was really happy by the way. Something that we missed uh, at the start of the season was when they got their first win. This, uh, you know, after Carl yeah, Towns obviously was hit very hard. His family by COVID, he lost his mother, things like that. So to be able to see him get that W for her and see his speech afterwards about how much it meant to his family um, and how, how all this has changed him. I mean, talk about you know some people. The biggest issue with COVID is people saying that you know like you know who is it really affecting you know, and it's I think it was big. I mean, the silver lining in 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 his loss is that he's been able to be. Um, the poster child, as far as you know, this this is real. This is this is something. This is something that does affect people, and is uh you know is hurting people. And he you know has obviously stepped up. He's been saying that they've been trying as a team to um, play better defense. Uh, obviously, we have not seen that, which I could have called. Uh, I think they're actually the worst in the league in opponent scoring. Uh, no, no, sorry, the Wizards are a point worse. Point worse, but. Uh, Anthony Edwards has been okay, but outside of that, yeah. So I, almost every team has been very interesting to watch. Even the Warriors, who up until recently were bad. Uh, Kelly Oubre has been playing like crap, which has been great. Yes, yes. It's been really tough. Uh, but to watch Steph ever, you know, Steph hearing all the nonsense about how he can't carry, how he can't carry a team, and he drops. What did he drop? Like sixty-two. Yeah, yep. he did. 
Yeah, I mean, that what a great way to shut everybody up. Big game, <laughs> a big game against the Clippers. If they can pull out that win. That'll be a confidence booster for sure. Yeah, man, because the Clippers have been a weird team to watch. Because, like, I think Sean Lowry, our good buddy Sean, called out the fact that he called out the fact that the Clippers were basically, or like, if they if they're getting beat by somebody, they're getting beat really badly. (laughs) They're like they're not just losing. Like the three losses they have, they've been like bad losses. And uh, yeah, they're just an interesting team, man. I never know what's going on with the Clippers. You see Paul George playing well. Kawhi seems very focused. Um, but yeah, they're a weird team. I don't trust them. I just don't trust them. Is that is that just me or is that you guys too? Do you trust that the Clippers are going to be ready for a finals run? The no. verdict is still the jury's still out for me, so I can't really say I trust it just yet. I anything can happen. It can go two ways. They could skyrocket, get there, or they can pl- uh, pummel. Matt, you were very quick to say no. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't trust them yet. They haven't proved it. Prove it to me, and then I'll trust you. Oh, yeah, and also too, yeah. I mean, that's coming from a you know a Laker fan here. It's only room for one team in LA. There All is. Right. There's only one team. Hey guys, could, uh, Los Angeles Clippers of Laguna Beach or something like the Angels. Hey. That'd be fun. That'd be a fun group though. Oh, that'd be fun. Hey guys, speaking of only one, uh, you know, one team per city. Uh, interesting news coming out of uh, Seattle. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, and apparently it's been talked by Mayor uh, Durkin, who is the worst. Uh, it sucks that she's the one representing this right now, but she's out of office soon. Every, everyone that knows in Seattle and understands Seattle knows that she has been horrible with the Black Lives Matter protests, everything. She definitely was a big reason for a lot of the violence that took place between the police and the protesters. Uh, so she is not, not a fan of many people in Seattle. But that being said, uh, that precursor is that Adam Silver and her apparently had a conversation talking about the NBA's want to potentially expand, considering that they have lost so much revenue. They're basically saying it would take $2.5 billion for a team to materialize, and that Seattle yeah. uh, with Las Vegas, I think Mexico City, are at the very top of the list. Now, fellas. Mexico City. Uh, yeah, Mexico City is also. <laughs> they talk about that, too. But, I can- uh, I can see Riley if if it's between Seattle and Mexico City, and Mexico City gets a team and not Seattle. Well, here's the deal. Bottom line is this: if there was a team, <laughs> if they could tell me that there were two, because te- I, I would assume they're going to do two teams if they do it. Uh, maybe, maybe one gets announced earlier, but I would think that two teams are going to uh, be awarded at some point. If one of them was not Seattle, of course I'd be absolutely. I would throw. I would throw a fit, dude. I would lose my mind because it's like, you know, obviously Seattle. It's not just because I want a team. Uh, Seattle to have a team. It's because Seattle makes the most rational sense for the NBA to have a team. Uh, like if they want revenue, you you come to Seattle. So hopefully we can do that. But that is that is huge news. I mean, that's something. And he's saying that could be a couple years away. But any way to keep to get the conversation going about a team in Seattle is the right thing. So I mean, we have investors still. There's investors everywhere that want to throw money at it. Seattle is a tech uh, is a you know is its own little tech haven. Um, there's money. There's there's billions of dollars sitting in Seattle waiting for it. Chris Hansen and the ownership group that uh, tried to take the Kings out of Sacramento in 2012, they still have a plot of land for a new stadium if they want to do that. Um, or the Kraken, the NHL team that we're now getting, um, is going to have by next season they're going to have the old Key Arena, um, completely uh, completely renovated. So I think that Jeff Bezos is going to buy it and turn it into the Amazon Center. Uh, is what it will be called. You dude. Well, no, he already bought it. I mean, he already has the naming rights to the uh, like clean energy. It's like clean energy something. I don't know. It's dumb. The, the name the name of, of the new key arena is bad. I will only oh, call no. it the key, and that's all that's going to be. Um, but yeah, Bezos. I mean, I, I think that's what everyone's waiting for in Seattle. Is like nobody wants it to be Bezos. You know, like like no one wants to like root for a team that's it's uh. That's about rep by Be- Bezos, but we'll see how it goes. Obviously, he runs the world, so we'll see how see how we can navigate that. Yeah, but no, guys, this, that news obviously was quite exciting for me. You guys know how much I would love to see a team back in my home city, um, but we'll see how that goes. I'll say that is a long waiting game. It'll be great for the NBA, so I can understand your excitement. Definitely. Um, I'm trying to think here. Do-do-do-do. I know it's been a while. <laughs> I know. Look at us, dude. Uh, oh, some of the injuries that have happened and, and things like that. Yeah. There's, we've lost uh, Fultz, obviously. Who else? That like some just big teams. We talk about TJ Warren, Dinwiddie. I'm yep. glad he's gonna be all right. 
We know Kevin Love has a calf injury. Yeah, he's going to be all right, too. Calf injury or calf injury? Very similar oh. injuries. <laughs> Very similar headaches, I'd assume, dude. <laughs> um, who else here? Oh, hey, you know who? Uh, I, I think uh, Abe would really kill us if we didn't mention Boston in any sort of way. I thought about it, but, uh, you know, we have to mention them. Uh, I sort of mentioned Peyton Pritchard. Yes, the, sir. Uh, Man, we talked about uh, you know Boston needing a, a white guy to root for, and Gordon Hayward's not there. <laughs> Kevin Love isn't there yet. Uh, so in the meantime, they have Peyton Pritchard, and he is uh, he's been playing out of his mind out of Oregon. Um, I, as a as a Pac-12 fan, I've known about him for a minute. He's been very solid for years there. So I was not surprised when he came into Boston. And he's like, oh, he's, this kids out of nowhere playing good minutes. No, he's been he's been very solid for a minute and a half. So uh, yeah, g- congrats to the Celtics for. Uh, being soldered. Uh, what do you guys think uh, has been has been? Or right now, who do you think is the better player between Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum? Ooh, ooh, they are man. When we're talking points, Jason Tatum is up by point one. He's averaging that 20- close. Yeah, Tatum's averaging twenty six point three. Brown is averaging twenty six point two. Oh wow! Tatum's got him on the like rebounds and assist. Though, but Brown's got him on blocks, or sorry, got him on steals. So it, it's close up there. Um, I got Tatum, just an all-around player. I think he's a little bit stronger, a little bit better all around. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I think Tatum. I think the only thing Brown has on Tatum is he's the better on-ball defender. Other than that, Tatum, like you said, Matt, Tatum has him on every other category. Yeah, I think, but I will say that I think Brown is closing the gap on a few of those areas. Um, obviously, I still think Tatum's a better player, but I mean yeah. to see Brown step up the way he has and just he—I mean, every year he continues to get a little better. I think they both had that sophomore slump where they were both a little iffy, you know, or like or I think it was Jalen Brown in the sophomore slump it was a little iffy. But then I mean, they, every every year those guys just tend to improve. They're a motivated uh, couple guys, and as much as I hate on Danny Ainge and his lack of. Uh, I don't know, just being cool most of the time. Uh, <laughs> that he uh, and, and I always say he misses a lot, but he those two guys. I mean, talk about something he got insanely correct. Um, those guys are are definitely budding stars for sure. I mean, didn't Tatum just have forty one the other night? A clean forty one off of like some you know a, an amazing shooting night. Yes, he did. I love. I, I like to see Tatum play, and he's easily becoming one of the, my favorite players in the NBA. However. You cannot sleep on Jalen Brown either. You know, what he does for the Celtics is huge. Because when they lost Kimba, I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be a dead to right thing. The Celtics are going to be dead in the water. But, no, they haven't lost a step. Yeah, like Jeff Teague is the one that was going to start. I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> like, I don't even know if Jeff Teague is your starter right now. But Aiden Pritchard has been outplaying Jeff Teague. Yeah, really has. Uh, and also, what are you saying? Uh, just a little bit. I mean, Pritchard, he's averaging 8.3. If we're looking just statistically, because that's what I'm looking at. He's averaging about eight eight points a game, two rebounds, three assists, um, and gets a couple more minutes a game and has played a couple more games than Jeff Teague. Jeff Teague's averaging seven points a game, uh, two rebounds, three assists. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So good for, uh, you know, good for the Celtics. I just want to mention the Celtics. You know, I feel like if we don't, uh, our editor is going to be very upset. They're a great team and they're definitely going to be in the finals hunt. And, um, you know, as I think we're all pretty enthusiastic about the Celtics this year. What about um, the, Bucks? the Bucks? I mean, what an interesting group. Cause they have the, I think they have the largest point differential in the league, like by a long shot. They're the only team in double digits and they're plus uh seven or 13.7. Um, they're only five and three, but I mean, they look great. Uh, they, are, they have the same record as the New York Knicks. I just want to throw that out there. Wild stuff. So wild. The Knicks are playing well. It's, it's still, it's, it's still messing with me uh, to, uh, to see that. I mean, cause it's, they've been such the butt of a joke for so long, but it, it's still, it's still so wild to me to watch them actually play well. Uh, but no, sticking to the Bucks real quick. Sticking to the Bucks. Yeah. Those guys uh, have been playing really. Giannis has been doing what he usually does. Um, Chris Middleton's been playing really well. Yeah, Middleton and Holiday have done well. Divincenzo's uh, been playing a lot of minutes, and he's been uh, putting up some decent, some decent stats, just picking up the pieces, Bobby whatever scraps he has. 
Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis has been playing really well. Yeah, basically, yeah, basically, Milwaukee is a really interesting bunch. They, uh, I mean, they should have the biggest chip on their shoulders of anybody. You know, I mean, they should they should have been in the finals. You know, <laughs> like it, it should have been easy for them. Um, and yeah, they definitely fell off. So this year, I mean, it's it's not title or bust, but now that Giannis has signed the contract, now it's like now you got to go win. Like, there's no other distractions except winning now. You know, so it's uh, you you'd hope they could do it. Uh, I would have loved to see what they look like with Bogdanovich on the team. Um, but I mean, considering they'd have to give up DiVincenzo and a couple other guys to do that, I think that they're going to have better depth because they don't have him. But man, that would have been fun to see that extra dead eye shooter on the, on that team right now. Yeah, it really would, and I'm I'm excited for Milwaukee because it was panic. Like, oh man, is Giannis going to sign? Is Giannis going to sign? But he signed. Were you guys surprised that he did sign? I was. Yes. I really was. Yes. Yeah, I thought he'd at least test the market. I didn't. I, I didn't think he was gonna. He was gonna resign that quickly. I, I mean, here's the thing. He always said he was going to. You know, he always said he, he was gonna stay in Milwaukee. You know, he told everybody that. But I think because we're all so desensitized to players, um, just wanting to leave, uh, you know, or or saying one thing, doing another, that uh, he actually stuck to his word on that. And uh, all of us went, "What? <laughs> That's crazy, dude." Uh, yeah. So yeah, the, the I think the Bucks are. So who do you guys think right now is the top? For records aside, who do you think is going to end up the top four in the East? Brooklyn, Philly, Boston, Milwaukee. I think Toronto's going to continue to slump. I they bent Siakam for a couple games and they just don't look good. I don't know what it is. They just can't string it together. Yeah, the idea that they sat Siakam for him coming off the bench, like what a weird thing to do. You're already a slumping team. You're having a hard time. So you think you think that you should sit one of your starters? Like It's one thing if you want to like not start him, you know, to make the point or find him or something. In fact, you take him off the floor. You pay him millions of dollars to go out and get Ws for you, and you're one in whatever. You're going to choose now to take the moral high ground on an issue like that? That's a weird, that's a weird tactic. Uh, I don't understand how it's going to get him out of any sort of slump or any sort of angry feeling by sitting him out and making him miss more time, but... You know, maybe that's a Canadian thing. I don't know. That's not – you wouldn't see that here, I don't feel they're like. They're a Florida team. They're not a Canadian team right oh, now. Oh, that's true. Yeah, aren't they at Tampa? Is it Tampa? Yeah. yeah. Could, that, yeah, could, that forget, could that be Actually, the problem? Well, here's the thing, too. I mean, I, I, I think the issue is they could have come to Seattle, and they chose not to. <laughs> and I think that when you decide to go to Tampa, Florida, over Seattle, uh, I think that's – I think that that's – you know, you're, you're reaping what you sow at that point, uh, you know. It's uh, it's Tampa, Florida, guys. You know, that's when I say that. Do you think of a nice place? No, no, we don't. So in the summer, you don't like Tampa. My mom's from Tampa. Oh, oh really? No, Tampa's great. No, Matt's mom is cool. The rest of Tampa is less cool than that. And that's uh, you know, every. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm I'm I was a little salty that they didn't decide to come up here. It's not like we could have gone and seen them play given COVID, but. Still, I still held that very close. So, I mean, is it a curse that I put on them? I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to. I don't want to guess. Hey, speaking of real quick, guys, remember how I had my uh, my whole uh, prediction for Seattle sports? Yes. Yeah. Like the storm one, and I said, "Hey, everyone else is going on a run." The just an update on that, guys. The uh, Sounders, the MLS Sounders, got to the got to the cup and then just got destroyed. <laughs> got to the cup and then took a huge L. Uh, so they didn't get there. They lost to the Columbus Crew, uh, who also, just like the Sonics, were about to lose their team a few years ago and uh, were able to beat us. That's fine. You know, it it hurt a lot. That's fine. And now the Seahawks play this Saturday. Um, You might not want to watch that game. Oh, no, I'm watching. It's going to be tough. Uh, To see your Rams lose, uh, you know, uh, that's tough. And I I care about it. You're a nice guy. You're a great guy. And I don't want to see. I don't want to know you have to be upset about something that your team's going to do. Nah, nah, I'm watching. Matt, who uh, do you think's going to win that game? I need to know. Uh, I am Seahawks, Matt. Um, I'm going to go with Seattle. Yeah, that's oh, a great choice. That's a championship choice. Come back to Russell LA. Wilson, man, Russell Wilson's yep. my guy. Wow. I mean, that's a Matt, that's a championship choice coming from a guy who understands championships, being a Laker fan, uh, having just okay. won one himself. Russell Wilson is going to go down as, as one of the top QBs. 
Yeah. I like Russell Wilson. I, I will never disrespect Russell Wilson. I do. You guys have a great team over there. And I would never I would never disrespect uh, Jared Goff or whatever no QB that you're trying to throw at us this week. No. I actually got Seattle going to the Super Bowl. I mean, Matt, that's a that's a hell of a choice. That's a hell of a choice. That's a luxurious choice, huh, Ryan? Yeah, I think it's a great choice. I think that's a that's a choice so that a champion, a champion, someone that recognizes champions. I think that's what they would choose. And I think yeah, that's a great Dallas Cowboys fan. Now I'm rooting for Seattle uh, this this year. I mean, the Cowboys. I mean, what a great what a great team, great franchise. I mean, we. I'm were, sorry, we were, I, I can't say that, man. I almost threw it from outside. We were, hey, we were right I'm, there. I I'm sorry, we dude. I, I, I'm sorry. It was very tough. I, I mean, yeah, playoffs. I mean, what six and uh, what? Like, you guys had like five wins in the season. Yeah, no, we were one game out. If if Washington would have lost on Sunday and we would have won, we would have been in the playoffs. Man, that's crazy. Man, that's yeah, that is nuts. Uh, Pierre, meanwhile, we are in the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you talk about the team uh, that is interesting to me. Uh, talking about Dallas, they are. If the playoffs started today, the Dallas Mavericks would not be in it. Hell, the Rockets wouldn't either. No, very true. I think that getting Porzingis back is going to be a big deal for that. Yeah, the Rockets wouldn't be there neither. Porzingis is about to be back next week. Yeah. Is he back? He's he's good. Yeah, next week he's back. And if that's the case, then I think that opens them up in a crazy way. Also, I think it was kind of a, a known thing that Luca was kind of on his – he wasn't in the best shape coming in, it seemed like. I mean, and there was really no training camp, things like that, so it was tough. But, yeah, people kind of thought that he's played fine overall, like stats-wise, but that he, he seemed out of shape. So I think as, as he sharpens up a little bit, they'll play better. But, I mean, yeah. you see their point differential. I mean, they're, they're better than other teams that are around them. They'll have the only real, like, plus-minus on that. They have the only uh, one that's uh, that's positive of, like, those bottom teams. So Rick Carlisle doesn't get enough credit. He really doesn't, man. He really doesn't. He puts together solid teams. He works with what he has. Mm-hmm. There's been times the Mavericks have been totally outgunned uh, in past years, and he's at least made them competitive uh, and fun to watch. So, yeah, I hope that uh, I really hope that Dallas can figure that out. I mean, what a fun team! I, I want to see. I want to see completely healthy Porzingis, completely healthy Luca, uh, and just see see how they work because there's is still there's free agents that will come that uh, that could oh, see man. them and really think that that is the championship move, and they would not be wrong potentially. No. Nah. That could be a deadly combination for years. We should do our pick on who is going to win the NBA Finals a few games into the season. Oh, I don't – I mean, we can. Let's do it, dude. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, uh, I will start, guys. I'll start on this here. I think my Finals prediction is going to be the – man, I'm going the Nets if they're healthy. Oh. I'm going net. Uh, you know, no, I'm not. I'm going Bucks. I'm going Bucks. I think I think Giannis is going to do. I just can't trust as much as I love Kyrie and KD and everything. I just can't trust them being a cohesive team. You know, I don't know what it is. It's still early, and there's been no real issues so far. But there's with Kyrie led teams and KD teams. There's always some something going on under the scenes, behind the scenes that is not positive. So uh, it's tough for me to say they can get through that. The Bucks are primed and ready to go. So I think it's gonna be the Bucks versus the. I mean, I gotta go. It sucks. I don't want to say Bucks and Lakers, guys. I don't want to say Bucks and Lakers and make it the same boring prediction. I feel like it's been the last couple seasons. That's what it's been for most people is Lakers and Bucks. But it makes the most rational sense. If it's not the Lakers, it's the Clippers. Just like last year, it's one of those things where these teams are built so well that it should be inevitable that they do this. And you, you would know? have into the Bucks. Uh, no, I would have the Lakers winning again. If the Lakers get back, I mean, they're, if the Lakers can go on a similar type of run that they did last year with the team that they have now, which I think is leagues better overall. I mean, I mean, again, defensively it's a lapse, but as far as scoring, scoring goes, I think they're more balanced this year. I think that that's uh, I think the Lakers win it again. Okay. Matt, who you got? I got the Lakers over. No way. What? No way you picked the Lakers, dude. I picked the Lakers, man. We got uh, shout out to Michael Gibson's favorite rapper, Drake. We're going back to back. Um, and so, yeah, I have the Lakers beating. Man, this is a hard one. I want to say Philly, but I'm not 100% sure they get there. I'm going to say Lakers beating the Nets in the NBA Finals. I mean, yeah, Durant's okay. looks so good. I think we get a Durant LeBron NBA Finals, probably the yeah. last. They'll go against each other in the finals. Man, that would be so much fun, especially because Kyrie's involved too. 
And so it's like LeBron versus Kyrie and Durant as well. Like that is that yeah. writes itself. I mean, th- think about the think about how passive aggressive and how like just the <laughs> shots they're gonna all be taking at each other once that like the, during the media of all that if that were to play out. You know, Durant and Kyrie sniping at, at LeBron. LeBron sniping back. Schroeder throwing elbows at people randomly. Like it's Kuzma gonna be there looking like Kuzma. Yeah, Kuzma just taking a photo shoot in the back with uh with somebody who's na- your name doesn't even have to be Kardashian. It could rhyme with Kardashian. He'd still do a photo shoot with you, and uh, <laughs> and make sure that the IG is popping. He's dating Willie oh, Har- Winnie Harlow right now. Is he really? Yeah, he's dating Winnie Harlow. Oh man, well credit to him. Well credit to him. Okay, that's one thing I will not take away from Kyle Kuzma. I cannot hate on him for that. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I got Lakers over Nets in the NBA Finals. Uh, I'm gonna pick uh seven games. Nice. Yeah, I'll go six. By the way, I always say six is a solid thing there. Uh, Pierre, what are we thinking? <sighs> I would have picked the Nets, but the Dinwiddie injury, I don't hurt, see them. Yeah. I would have picked Ball. Come back, right? No, no, no. He won't he go back to ACL. Yeah, reconstructed. So I don't, I don't, I don't see him getting back. I can't. I don't. I would say Philly. But I, like you said, I think Milwaukee is the team that they have something to prove. They should have got there last year. I think they'll get there this year. So I'm thinking the Bucks. Mm, am I gonna be? Am I gonna take my team? Yeah, I'm gonna take my team. Yes, I love it. Let's Why go. Why not? Let's go. Yeah, I'm taking the Rockets. Bucks and Rockets. You guys heard it here first. We gonna oh, get it together. The Rockets won't playoffs. You know what? I changed my answer, dude, to Rockets and Bucks, and I think that's I think I think that's a smart choice for everybody. Seahawks will not win, and the Rams will win. Yes, I mean, I mean, no matter. Hold on, now we're just saying things that don't make sense. <laughs> you know what I was saying a minute ago made a ton of sense. What you're saying now, what I just heard, I I'm very worried about. You. It seems like you're just saying things, and I'm. You but know, I'm definitely thinking. I gotta take my team, man. Why not? I love it. Hey, no, Pierre, don't don't ever apologize for that. That's that's a fiery Pierre this season. We're about to see. All right, yeah. as the as the Rockets potentially get worse, you get more fired up and defend them harder. Yeah. And I'll be with you. I'll be you with are, you. I love it. Going dude. down with them. A fiery Pierre, it is my favorite type of Pierre, man. I love it. <laughs> Boy, what episode? What episode? First of many of the twenty twenty one year. Yeah, good to be back. Great to be back, man. Can't wait. Um, we're gonna have the, the breakdown of the of the ball bowl. Well, I don't want to call it the ball bowl, but the matchup between the ball brothers. And hopefully these teams continue to get healthy and we just continue to see great basketball. True we that. do know that this is the first half of the NBA schedule. We haven't got the second half just yet, but hopefully everybody that's in contention right now or that's trying to get in contention because you only need 10 teams. Yeah. You know, that bottom, yo, but before we get out of here, that bottom seven through 10 in both conferences, that's going to be a sight to see. Oh, it's going to be a dog fight. It's going to be an absolute fist fight. It's going to be nuts because <laughs> those teams, last year teams in the bubble, they couldn't really do that. And to see teams yeah. now they're going to actually have a chance that are in those, like, yeah. like you know, in this format, the Suns would have had it. So to be able to see yeah. them do that now is wild. Uh, the Suns would have been in it. So, yeah, I'm excited to see. I can't wait neither. Matt, you got anything to add? No, man. I'm excited for this season, and um, I'm going to watch some basketball tonight. Yes, definitely. Enjoy your day off, Matt. Yes, enjoy your day off. Um, I'm going to get ready for some basketball as well. Uh, Riley, I mean this wholeheartedly. Good luck tomorrow. Yeah, you as well. It's always respect, always love. Oh, yeah, always. And either man, way, the NFC know. West will get I through. I honestly think the team that wins between us is going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, as long as it happens, really. I, that's how I look at it. Is if, 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 I get, if my team gets beat by somebody, they better win the whole thing. Yeah, I agree. So Great. I can live with that. Any questions, comments, concerns, hit us up in the SSAW Facebook group. Come chat it up with us, man. We thank you guys for listening, and we are out of here. Later. Later.